Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Christopher. How you, uh, how you doing on this fine... What is it? Thursday? It's Thursday, right? It is. Yes, it is a Thursday. Interesting. Okay. Much like any other Thursday. Unremarkable. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Now, it's better than Tuesday. <laughs> I like Thursday. Uh, I, I like every day of the week. I know people like to hate on Mondays, but if you think about it, Monday just means that the weekend is almost here. So, wow. Uh, that's just my... Sure. That's my brain. That, okay. <laughs> well, here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, what we actually do, dis- despite actually talking about the different days of the week, we actually review straight to stream sci-fi and sci-fi adjacent visual entertainment media. So uh, if the picture's moving on the screen and people are doing the talky-talk, yappy-yap thing, we'll probably uh, watch it and then make some jokes about it. I think we actually uh, have a movie coming up soon that we reviewed where the main character did not yappy-yap, talky-talk at the screen. But other people did, so it counted. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, that should I, be coming next week. I accept that. Speaking of things that we watched, what did we watch? We watched the... Japanese-American original net anime series loosely based on the historical figure of the same name, Yasuke. All right. Yes. <laughs> I have to apologize, I guess. Forgive me, weebs, for I have sinned. Uh, I've been calling it Yasuke this whole time like in the lead up to watching it. But uh, in the show and in the pronunciation websites that I've looked up, it's Yasuke. Yes. The U is either silent or barely pronounced, depending on what you're looking at. I, I find it very interesting how vowels are pronounced in different languages. And <laughs> Does Japanese have the concept of vowels? Well, like when, it, when you're reading know. in English a Japanese right, right. name... The way that those vowels are pronounced. Sure. So, I understand yeah. what you're trying to say. I just, I'd never thought about other languages, especially non-Western languages, whether or not they even have the concept of vowels. I don't know. Yeah. But if you do know, write to us. Sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. Because we're going to Google a lot of things today <laughs> and that's not going to be one of them. I have the Netflix blurb. Hit me with the Netflix blurb. A peaceful boatman, once known as the Black Samurai, is pulled back into conflict when he takes a little girl with mysterious powers under his wing. Ooh, yay. IMDb is more vague. He came from (laughs) Africa and fought alongside a mighty feudal lord in brutal 16th century Japan. They call him the Black Samurai, and he became a legend. There's some grammar issues in that one, but uh, which didn't come across me speaking, thankfully. So Yasuke is allegedly a real person. I, I believe there are historical references to him, but yes. a lot of his past and kind of his actions aren't exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We know he existed, but everything he did. Eh. Yeah. It's ambiguous. Like right. he's a real person, but we don't know exactly what went on during his lifetime. A few things, but but I'm venture to say very few things that are in this animated series. Yes. It, not historically accurate in any way. Yasuke hmm. was a man of African origin who served as a retainer under the Japanese daimyo Oda Nobunaga. This show does a weird thing where it takes the traditional way of pronouncing people's names and then flips it, which is weird. In Japan, I think we talked about it in one of the movies we watched from China, that traditionally the last name comes first. Like when you were presenting yourself to another person in that, in that time frame during that day, which you you would say your family name first because right. it was you were you were um, proceeding 
yourself with your family because you are not greater than your family. I believe that's part of it. They just that's just the way they did it. And then they were like, yeah. Well, y'all do it differently. We're always better, and here's why. <laughs> Does the show call him Nabunaga Oda? Like in the opening sequence, yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't catch that. In text. I mean, I don't think they say his name out loud, but in the opening text it says Nobunaga Oda. So hmm, interesting. Well, as this is a show that I picked because I really wanted to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor if you would like to provide your initial thoughts and opinions, as well as perhaps even a fact. A fact? Well, you gave an inch, I'm going to take a mile. I got several facts. Yasuke is certain, currently sitting at a 6.3 out of 10 stars on IMDb, but just over 2,200 ratings, a median score of 7. It has been out for two weeks now. As of recording, it's been out for two weeks. By the time it's released, it'll be a few more days there. It came out on April 29th, 2021. So not a lot of reviews or ratings on IMDb. I'd expect more. Do you have the Rotten Tomatoes reviews? Rotten Tomatoes has this thing sitting at a 91% certified fresh critical rating, 56% audience score, with Metacritic rounding out at 72 critically. 7.1 user score. Now, that isn't based on very many reviews, 23 critical reviews, and 126 respectively for Rotten Tomatoes, and then 9 critical reviews and 12 user reviews, respectively for Metacritic. Okay. So historically, and by historically, I mean my entire life, I've not <laughs> been a fan of anime for various reasons. If you want to debate those reasons, hit me up. I'd be more than happy to tell you why you're wrong. And I'll listen to you try to tell me why I'm wrong. I'm down for it. I mostly enjoyed Yasuke. Mm. I liked okay. the animation. I, I liked the action. I thought it was fluid and interesting. I have a few grievances, but they're more minor than I usually would have. It's not historically accurate in no. any way. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they're fighting in this feudal war in 1582. and Which happened. Which happened, yeah. That, yeah. that event in the opening sequ- scenes where the Daimo, what was his name? Oda Nobunaga? Nobunaga, excuse me. Naga. Nobunaga, sorry. He did commit seppuku. And Yasuke was there. That was like one of the, that's one of the major events of his life in the, in the historical record. But I have a feeling that there was significantly less magic and giant Jaeger looking mechs. <laughs> or um, uh, magic. <laughs> yeah. Did I say, did I not say magic? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. So maybe I just need to reinforce that there was no magic. <laughs> as far as the historical record goes, as far as we know, late 16th century Japan, there was no magic. It looked cool on the screen, mm-hmm. but like I said, not historically accurate in any way. And really, the rest of the show just uses the character Yasuke, but it's 20 years later. There's almost no information, at least when I was looking at Wikipedia, it looked like there was almost no information about that period of his life. Don't know what happened to him. And so that's when this takes place. Uh, he also fights another robot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> And a werebear. I'm not upset. Yes, and a a werebear. I'm not upset about that necessarily. (laughs) It's just when I look at, when I was first looking this up to pull up the ratings and whatnot, it was called historical anime. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) They they got you there. And and then we also have 
the young girl, child, what was her name? Saki. Is Saki not her mother? No, because no, it says six episodes and spoiler alert, I don't think her mom's making it to episode two. Achika. Achika. Okay. Achika. So we have a little a pre-adolescent girl or maybe young adolescent girl who has secret powers. Ooh. She <laughs> is the samurai messiah and, uh, you know, it's going to go from there. So it was very hard not to watch a second episode of this. It was very hard to be like, no, I need to be untainted. Mm. For my podcast, for the listeners, really, I needed to restrain myself for you guys because I really wanted to see what happens next. Even though I, I you kind of know what's about to happen as far as like the first few beats of the second episode, judging from the cliffhanger in the first the first one, I was pretty intrigued and I really liked the action. Okay. I am prepared for it to go downhill, <laughs> but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Okay. What did you think? I only watched the first episode. IMDb does show the ratings stay around seven. I think the lowest it goes is 6.8, which is pretty close to seven, but it's not a seven. Interesting that the last few episodes get a slightly lower ranking. I actually, I found the show intriguing as well. I think I've mentioned before on this podcast that I, I do enjoy anime or anime, uh, however, <laughs> whichever side anime. of the fence you fall. Yeah. Apparently it's pronounced anime. I don't know. Uh, no. But in, no. until the pronunciation gods come to my house and kick my ass, I'm going to pronounce things the way I'm going to pronounce them. <laughs> I think I've said before on this podcast as well that I'm actually fascinated by the samurai ideal. I know that for the most part, the media that we get is definitely not how things actually were. Not just in, because there's magic and robots and a werebear, but just like Western storytelling, medieval knights were presented as these paragons of virtue and how, right. you know, like these ancient kings were, you know, these big, grand, benevolent rulers. <laughs> it's not how it works. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. We all know that. A lot of samurai were, in fact, thugs that just happened to be in the ruling caste. I don't know how much you caste. know about... Yeah, caste, whichever caste. one. Caste. I don't know how much you know about ancient Japan. Only what I learned from Ninja Turtles 3. Okay. Samurai, that's just a title. Like, you could be a samurai and never, ever kill another person. You ne you could never lift your sword. It was just, like, it was the nobility. So you were born into the samurai caste, hmm. just like medieval knights. I think the difference is, is in Japan, if you ordered your retainer, that's what these were, these samurai were retainers, you could order your retainer to commit seppuku or harikari. You could command your retainer to commit ritual suicide, and they would do it. I don't think medieval knights did the same thing. You know, they just would go off to another country and fight for that king. But the idea of samurai, I, th I find an intriguing and fascinating subject matter. Sure. All that being said, I really liked it. I, I did like the animation. I liked the action. I think one of the things that I liked about it is it wasn't like that really, I don't want to use the word corny, but like that insufferable, <laughs> high-pitched annoying, constant yapping that is prevalent in so much anime that makes it unbearable to watch and listen to. Like, it didn't have a lot of that. I don't think I saw any of it, which is fantastic. No. Thank you. I didn't want that. I'm glad it didn't occur. I really enjoyed the show, at least the first episode. I, I eagerly anticipate watching the the rest of them, the the other five. Yeah, so, uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. It's definitely something I'll, uh, I'll probably watch while at work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I thought you were off work tomorrow. 
Yeah, but when people are listening to this, I won't be off work tomorrow. Oh, I got you. I got you. I was trying to be in the future. Fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. All right, awesome. So how do I put this? So the one thing I didn't like about Pacific Rim the Black, and I, I tweeted out that it almost made me, like I almost found an anime I like, and it just it died at the end, was the Kaiju Messiah line and oh, the yeah, Chosen yeah, yeah. Child and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so you kind of have that in... Yasuke as well with this young girl, Saki. They haven't used the word Messiah. I used it earlier because I was making a reference to Pacific Rim and how much I hated that. But they're being upfront about it, I guess. So I'm, I'm a little bit more accepting. I'm a little bit more, okay, what's going to happen? I'm willing to watch that next episode where in Pacific Rim, they pulled that in the last less than a minute, it felt like in the last episode. And it just completely yeah. killed the whole season for me. So I am being a little bit more open to this because it is being more upfront with what what's going on. So I just wanted to clarify that I didn't I could feel the weebs out there getting upset because <laughs> you know being inconsistent. So I I'm glad you also liked it. That makes this well it makes the podcast easier, <laughs> if not less interesting. Well, I mean I don't know some of our best episodes come when one of us doesn't like something. I'd like to talk about. The show as it exists in the medium that we've chosen to review. Yeah. Yasuke is pretty important because if I understand correctly, it is the first and only, I don't know if it's the only, but for the most part, it's the it's the first big anime created, animated, like conceived, produced, all the music, uh, all that stuff by African-Americans. Like the, oh, really? the person who created this, LaShawn Thomas. Yes. He's famous. He's a director, animator, writer, character designer, storybook artist. I'm just I'm just walking, I'm just reading on his thing. He did Black Dynamite, Legend of Korra, Boondocks, Children of Ether, Cannon Busters. So he's he's got his own stuff. The music was done by Flying Lotus. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's got several albums. He also did the bumper music on Adult Swim. Oh, which is okay. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He's got six albums. It's pretty neat. And then Lakeith Stanfield, which he has the absolute best uh, Wikipedia picture. I recommend you look him up real quick. I'm looking at it. I recognize this guy. He was Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I think is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Also not historically accurate, but a really good movie. (laughs) It's inaccurate in different ways. (laughs) This is inaccurate. Yeah. Maybe I missed the giant mecha in Straight Outta Compton, but maybe maybe someone can point that out. That's in the... uh... The director's That's cut. That's in the Dre the cut. Stamps. Get the, you gotta get the Dre cut of Straight Outta Compton. And that, that has all of the cut mecha footage. <laughs> he was in Dope, Get Out, Uncut Gems, Knife Out. He's in Atlanta. Like, so, you know, just they're really leaning into it, which is great. I think that the, because I, I remember reading an article about this show because he came in and everyone's like, oh, so you're just going to do Afro Samurai. And he's like, no, I love Afro Samurai, but it's not what I want to do. I want to make a show based on like a, a real person, even though it's not AKA real. So that's pretty neat. Afro Samurai is pretty good. If anyone's ever, if anyone hasn't seen that, I recommend they do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should watch that. So as an anime, I'm really impressed. I've seen a lot as weird as that might sound. I, I I'm into the big robots. I'm all about giant robots. I talked about it when we watched Pacific Rim. I'm all about it. If the giant robot can also transform into a giant plane, I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It was pretty wild watching these robots. At the beginning, one dude like cuts one of their heads off. Like he's just running around on the ground, jumps up, cuts a head off. And then 
a second time, he picks up an arrow and turns it into a blue magical arrow and then throws it. And then it all conforms into a gigantic blue beam and then blows one of these dudes away. So yeah. I, I have no idea where it's going to go, but I am interested in the the interpretation and the action. Yeah, I uh, I agree on all points, except for the part where I said you should watch Afro Samurai. I've never seen it. Oh, that was just a lie. You've never seen it? No, I've never. No. Oh, okay. No. Name an anime series. I haven't seen it. Doesn't matter what you name. <laughs> Robotech? Nope. Never seen it. Um, I've seen a good bit of Samurai Champloo, and I've seen whatever initial D episodes you had playing at your place about 10 years ago. Samurai Jack? That's not anime. That's not really anime. Yeah, that's not yeah. Anime, yeah. yeah that doesn't count. And yes, I've seen it, but no, that doesn't, I don't think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> it's close, though. Close. Good job. Good tries. I think in the near future, we are going to be watching more anime and animated uh, science fiction, so... We'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so you were talking about LaShawn Thomas and you forgot to mention that he was an assistant animator for Lizzie McGuire, as well as a storyboard artist for Kim Possible and Ben 10 Alien Force and Batman and Green Lantern, a bunch of cartoons. Sorry, I was just reading the first line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> left out, you know, the most important bits, but it's whatever. He's also a comic book artist. Do you want to keep talking about it? <laughs> yeah, he's a comic book artist. Uh, he worked on, what is it, Arcanium and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I wonder which one that was. Uh, the Dreamwave one started in 2003. Very cool. I'm going to pull ourselves out of talking about Yasuke for a moment to talk about just the kind of the setting. And I have a bigger question about this setting and other similar settings. Okay. How are people running around with swords, but there's also giant robots with guns? <laughs> Why doesn't everyone have a gun? <laughs> Instead of that one giant robot, you could have made like 40 smaller robots and won the war more, much more decisively. Mm. And I, I remember the first time I had that thought when I was on a school bus in 1997. I'm yes, interested where this 1997. Goes. I had a friend who was describing to me this new video game he got called Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> And he had the strategy guy and he was showing pictures of stuff. And I was like, this is, this is really cool. This looks awesome. I don't have a PlayStation. So I'm, you know, I'm, I, this is the closest I'm going to get to playing this game. That guy has a huge sword, big sword. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Final Fantasy VII, or doesn't know what I'm talking about, the main character, Cloud, uses what they call Buster Sword. And it's a sword basically the length of his body that he carries around. And then he teams up with his friend who has a gun for an arm. And I'm 10. In the school bus going, but why doesn't everyone else use guns? I I remember <laughs> asking him this question. Why doesn't Cloud, why does he have a sword when he could have a gun? He wasn't able to answer that. Uh, if he did, it was in 10-year-old logic, so it's not going to hold up <laughs> 20-some-odd years later. This Yasuke, I'm just saying all that to say that Yasuke is not the first time that that's, I've seen that in a setting. And it's also not the first time I've asked the question. So now I'm asking you, Chris. Because it looks cool. Like, I mean, that's that's really it, right? Okay. Because there is sure. no, the only logical explanation that you could give, which I watched a video on YouTube about this, how Genji from Overwatch, I know this sounds weird. Genji is a cybernetic ninja who has an ability in which he can deflect bullets with his sword. And the amount of strength required to deflect bullets with a sword, A, the sword would probably break apart the second a bullet hit it, right? They've proven that you can you can cut a bullet in half with a sword if the sword does not move and you are intentionally shooting at the sword. 
But when you're deflecting, you're using the broad side of the sword, which is probably its weakest point, right? So the amount of internal and external strength required to block bullets is astronomical. Like it's not, it's, it's calculable, it's calculable, calculable. You can calculate how the amount of strength it would require, but it's beyond humans, physical capabilities, but he's a cyborg ninja, right? Sure. All that being said, the reason why you have a guy who uses a sword and fights against a giant robot with lasers is because it looks cool. Why doesn't everyone have a gun on their arm? Well, because not everyone wants to have a gun on their arm. You know, I'm left-handed. I have to use my left hand. So if I had a gun on my arm, I have to cut off my right hand. But everything in the world is designed to bound people with right hands. So what do I do? I cut off my left hand. I put a gun on it. Well, now I can't do anything that I normally do because I'm left-handed. Yeah. So now I got to learn to be right Neither of us would actually be left-handed in the in the 16th century. That would have been beat out of us at some point. <laughs> so... But I understand what you're saying. But I'm not talking about the 16th century. I'm talking about Final Fantasy VII. Oh, we're talking. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was yeah. going back to Yasuke. But it, yeah. it just, you know, we talk a lot about science fiction making sense, or at least some sense, or at least being internally consistent. And I see a world where some people have guns and others don't, and somehow they're going to war, and the one side isn't getting slaughtered. I don't know. Did you watch the second episode of Shadow and Bone? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, okay. Never mind. I, I had to watch this, and I'm probably going to binge one or the other oh. today, tomorrow, and then. There's a conversation that's extremely relevant to what we're talking about, but oh, since so. you haven't watched it, never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm done. It, it it does look cool. I will give you that. It looks awesome. It's really nifty. It's neat. It's just a little odd. <laughs> it feel like it was just very out of place. I'm watching this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what in the heck is going on? And then they're like, we got to, I'm going to commit seppuku. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you only have a sword and they're about to just step on you on accident, buddy. You know, like (laughs) it just felt weird. I definitely did not expect the giant robot. Like I I remember watching the trailer and I was like, yeah, that stuff's kind of cool. And they showed some, I think they showed some magic in the trailer and I was like, it's pretty neat. And then I'm watching the battle scene and then. (laughs) This, these dudes are fighting, you know, two regular foot soldiers are fighting and one of them gets the upper hand and then all of a sudden it turns and then there's a robot standing there with a the laser gun. And I, I think I said out loud, what? What? It's not what even. Happen? Well, the favorite bit is that there's the, the robot and then like four seconds later, there's a giant Godzilla sized yeah. robot. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So. Hold, 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 oh, hold okay. on now. Hold on. And, you know, it's fine. I'm moving forward. It's okay. It just, (laughs) I was not going to debate whether or not it looked cool. I just didn't know if there was ever a reason given, like an in-universe reason given for that major disparity. Of course, if you create a robot that can be cut with a sword and destroyed, I guess they're not that great of robots. But I think a lot of it is probably you have to give the villains the upper hand. Like you just... You have to show that these are the bad guys and this is why they're the bad guys, you know, because they're getting their magic from this crazy evil guy who all you see is his weird, crooked, nasty, ghostly white hand, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. I can't explain it. Do you think this uh, show is worth the price of subscription? The pilot is definitely worth checking out. It's hard to say. There's only six episodes. They're roughly 30 minutes apiece. So it's three hours of, of content. Really a little less, right, with credits and whatnot. I am i don't know. If you like anime, it's probably worth checking out. I think the music's good. The animation's good. The action's great. I just, with only watching 
literally a sixth of the story, it's hard to say. Fair enough. I will say, skimming the reviews on IMDb, there's plenty of people that would disagree with me saying that it's anime. (laughs) Just stop gatekeeping. We've only once watched something and decided that it wasn't science fiction. (laughs) I mean, really, right? Like, you have to have these broad genres on purpose because everything's related and everything's got a lot of overlap and yada 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 i guess we've watched plenty of fantasy but you know what i mean yeah interesting that you say that the other day was with my wife it was a saturday you know and there's a new bookstore in town oh is there and um my wife was talking to the the bookstore owner because she's not much of a reader um in fact she bought a book and hasn't read it (laughs) cracked it open since she got it but while i was standing there i looked over and there there was this little swivel stand you know what i'm talking about you can yeah twirl around or whatever and it was like a short introduction to and it just had a bunch of different books there was like ancient greece calculus whatever and i looked through it and i was looking for something in particular i couldn't find it but i did stop on one called a brief introduction to science fiction oh and actually i was it was really neat i was going through the history of science fiction and how even within the genre people who create work for it don't even agree on what is and what isn't science fiction. Some of them only think that things that happen in space, some of them only think things that are fantastical, others only believe that science fiction occurred during a certain time frame of the fiction. Mm. Not like it can only take place between 1850 and 1950, but like when it was written, some of them only, like they're like, no, this isn't science fiction because it happened after 1945. Okay. I thought that was pretty neat. When I'm done reading it, you can have it. I also think this show is worth the price of subscription, at least the pilot. I will agree, because I've only ever seen the pilot. I am interested. I can see where some people might not like it. I can see where there's some one-star reviewers out there that would have a problem, not only with the main character, but the way it was uh, created. Did you have an idiot of the pilot? I am on record saying anyone that dies unnecessarily Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. is usually the front runner for idiot of, of the whatever. That being said, it is cultural, so it's hard for me to say that Oda Nobunaga is an idiot because he he ensured like all of his retainers were safe except for the, the soldiers that he got killed and then committed seppuku. I, I think it's got to be the little kid running around trying to beat people with a stick, right? <laughs> Ichiro? I think it's got to yeah. be him. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. I don't know who else it could be. <laughs> Do you have somebody? No, I didn't have anyone in mind. But if you want to pick on the old, the, the, sorry, if you want to pick on the kid with a stick trying to hit people, I mean, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> well, if you agree or disagree with anything you, you said, feel free, like I said earlier, to write to us, sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on various social media websites. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys on almost everything, Instagram, Twitter. And if you want to give up your your anonymity completely, Facebook.com. And also, while you're posting on social media, feel free to go ahead and like, subscribe, give us a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice. We really appreciate it. And if you really liked what you heard, go on over to Patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Wise Guys. Become a patron. You get access to episodes early as well as patron-exclusive content. Yeah, I just want to repeat that we appreciate you listening. Be sure to stay safe, stay hydrated. And above all, know that you are loved by the hosts and community of this podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye.
Look at this this one star review. Instead of making an anime about an African warrior in Africa, which would have been all caps really cool, they instead pandered to mainstream marketing and made a black samurai, which makes zero sense. What an idiot. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's a few about oh okay, an African American who becomes a Ronin. Sure. I'm like, yeah. All right. All right, guys. I did see a one star review that did make me cackle. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Let's bring every anime into one anime. You got robots, you got your anime chick, you got your drunk lone PTSD boatman that's OP in the first episode and completely useless afterwards. You got your samurai, your bounty hunters, your temples, your lords, your I'm different because I got friends. <laughs> we even get tentacles. <laughs> Uh, here's here's another good one. Black is the flavor at the moment. That's why this was made. It's absolutely a dumpster fire of cliches and garbage with a heaping helping of woke and race baiting. What does that even mean, race baiting? I don't know. I'm not even sure what that means. One star reviewers, baby. Yeah, man. Special kind of idiots.